Hello, Probers. Hey, and... Probers. Hey. Hey, Probers. <laughs> and welcome to the extraterrestrial comedy podcast, But It Was Aliens, where we look for the truth in this world's alien experiences. If it's bullshit, we will tell you. This week, I'm your champion of fact, Kevin the Grey, and with me is your naysaying negative Nancy, Granville Moonwalker. Hey, bitch. <laughs> See, negative. It's not negative if it's true. Such negativity. Bitch is a word that holds down the people. Bitch. No. It's the name of a female dog. Holding down the female dog. (laughs) Anywho, today we are returning to California. (laughs) I warn you, this week's episode is going to be one of our weirdest in some ways. Big words, I know. Very big words. What would you say the weirdest is so far? Probably Samurai Swords. What, John Thumb? Mm. Mm. Just in terms of everything that happened in it. What about the um, two guys who tried to abduct the alien? Yeah. And they no. ran to the police station. John Thumb. Mm. Simply portals. All the things that happen. In terms of most going on, the I'd weird give you guy that. that turns up with the, <laughs> with machete. the machete. Yeah, I think definitely in terms of the most going on, I would go for John Thumb. But I don't know that it's just the downright weirdest. Like in terms of, oh, that's just really strange. Do you know what I mean? In like, that case, like I'd a man say sex painter. Yeah, I was just going to say a man banging an alien is probably and not just mm-hmm. banging, but having an affair and having so many children. And I lean towards that one as being strange more than Romanek, because it's just so clearly bullshit for Romanek. This for now, oh yeah, I'll go sex painter for now. This one is a different type of strange. So, in the dead of night, on the 17th of August, 1971, a pair of men, native to Palos Verdes, named Peter Rodriguez and John Hodges, who Hold at on, the time, sorry. sorry, are you vouching for this, John? You vouched for every other John before him. I want to hear you vouch for him. Oh. Uh, uh, okay. Okay. <laughs> Do you know what? I'm not going to say I'm going to vouch for him just yet because I feel like I'll be giving away the story. If I say I'm vouching for him, you're going to think it's bullshit straight away. What I will say is that I wouldn't mind hanging out with John. Ooh. He's a cool John. Not all Johns are cool. They are. John Fum. Different types of John. <laughs> he hasn't got an H in his name, it's just an N. No, there's an H. So John Hodges, <laughs> who at the time was along with Peter Rodriguez in their late 20s. They're on the way back from a mutual friend's home at two in the morning. The gentleman climbed into Hodges' car, started the engine, and were about to drive off when they were greeted by something never recorded before or since in the annals of ufology. The gentlemen were greeted by what can only be described as two oversized, disembodied brains laying about six feet in front of the car in the middle of the road. Brains, yo! Was it Krang? Ah, <laughs> Krang! Krang! <laughs> Um, how tall were these men? Oh, I can't remember. I don't know if I get onto that later or not. I've forgotten what I've stuck in my notes now. Um, they weren't giants, but 
well, they had to climb into a car. So. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but the doors could have been broken, so I had to climb through the window. How big was the car? Ooh, two brains. I think we might get onto the car later, actually. Uh, I've got a question about the brains. Yep. Oh, they were oversized. I was yeah. about to say, someone just had like their brains cut out of their head and just laid No, the they road. weren't just squelching. These were two disembodied brains just sitting there in the road and oversized, so like up to the knees or whatever. Like Ooh. proper crangs. <laughs> Shredder! <laughs> I, re- I really should have known you were going to go for Krang. <laughs> like if I knew that, I'd have stuck a photo of Krang in right now. Ah, oh, that would have been awesome. <laughs> <laughs> so any questions before i get on to the next bit no um, you're just willing to accept that there's two brains <laughs> i, I am that. for now <laughs> to be fair yeah i'm saying as aliens let's go home because there's nothing else so <laughs> I'm, I'm waiting to see where it goes right so rodriguez and hodges have explained that the brains were bluish in color and surrounded by a peculiar mist one brain was just a bit bigger than a football. The other? Ooh, this bastard was big! (laughs) Hodges and Rodriguez described the second brain as being the size of a human torso, with a red eye in the centre of the frontal lobe, which is obviously the bit at the front around your forehead area. The men were puzzled. And yes, I have a picture. Well, a couple of artist mock-ups, if you will. If you'd like to check these out... Which one's getting you? I'm, I'm looking at the first one. Um, <laughs> it reminds me of uh, Kabuto from Pokemon. Oh! I was about to shake my head and say I'm not with you there. Then, yeah, I'm with you there. <laughs> I'm with you! The I'm description you. of the brains, I yeah. cannot remember the name of it because I'm not a big Metroid fan. Oh, Mother Brain. That's the one. Yeah, but well, to be of, fair, these look kind of like Metroids as much as they do Mother Brain, kind of a mixture of the two of them. <laughs> <laughs> so, I'm just going to try to explain what the first picture is whilst Granville's checking out the second. So, the first is literally a black and white picture of quite a large brain with two glowing eyes. Granville, if you'd like to describe the second. <laughs> Well, it's two things that come to mind. Yeah. Frogs. Oh, that's not where I was going, but okay. With one eye. Yep. Or penises. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) We're going to post these on our Instagram so you'll be able to see them. And they do have one eye. Difference between me and Granville here. He went for (laughs) penis. (laughs) I see turkey and ass. (laughs) But I look at the bottom one of this image, I see a turkey with an eye in the front and a Mm -hmm. slit all the way through it. And the back one is just an ass with a weird spot on it, (laughs) the cheek. Okay, so if you look at that bottom one, you can see shaft with the eye and the two balls at the side. (laughs) (laughs) It's been sliced all the way down it, if that's the case. And what the fuck are the tentacles? Pubes. (laughs) See, to me, they're, they're turkey legs. And the other one is just... Pubes? <laughs> just a penis sitting on its balls. 
Honestly, folks, you're just going to have to look at these because I don't really know how we're going to describe <laughs> them. The top one, now that you've said balls, it does look kind of like a pair of ball bags with loads of little hairs on it, actually. <laughs> and, a, and a wart. The wart seems to have a Hurricane Helms H in it. That it does. <laughs> so does the second one, really. It's just smaller. Yeah. But I just don't know right, how we can describe these so people can understand what we're looking at. Right where the Japs eye would be. It's just one of the strangest pictures we've yet had. Oh, there's another one. Yeah, and what the a... fuck are they? <laughs> <laughs> they look like floating sheep. <laughs> Bluey brains. <laughs> okay, so what I'm looking at is... Glorious. If you picture a sheep with... Mixed in with Ghastly from Pokemon... Imagine if Ghastly was blue, and instead of being a circle, a black circle, it was a blue like sheep's body with one eye. Yeah, and then two arms. And two arms, and that's it. And then there's another one, slightly smaller, with its legs on the floor. So the other one floats and has arms. The other one walks and has legs. Well, that could be to do with depth perception. He could be floating. No, he's not. He's on the floor. Okay, he's walking. He's walking on the road. I'm I'm happy to go with that. To be honest, (laughs) that's probably the least weird thing (laughs) that we could come up with for this. (laughs) What the hell would you do if you were getting in the car at 2am and you saw this shit in front of you? I'd grab a pokeball. Grab a ball. (laughs) (laughs) Give it a little tickle. I choose you. Like... This is so bizarre. Sometimes we hear stories, people have seen like your typical greys and whatnot, and you're almost inclined not to believe them because it's what we've been brought up to expect in pop culture. Mm-hmm. This shit is so left wing, left field, that <laughs> why would you come up with this? <laughs> There's just nothing like this out there. There really isn't. And I love it! It's like if they were on mushrooms or LSD <laughs> while playing Metroid. This is what they've come up with. Oh, I've forgotten what year it was already. It's my case. Whoops. 71, wasn't it? Yeah, 71. LSD. Mm. So Metroid wasn't even out yet to inspire them. But they had seen balls and they had seen penis. Might have seen turkey. Might have seen ass. Would have seen sheep. (laughs) (laughs) So Rodriguez and Hodges' perplexed feelings were quickly replaced by sheer terror. Hodges put his foot on the gas and sped away. The chaps lived in the same neighbourhood as their mate, so it didn't take long to get home. Hodges dropped off Rodriguez and then made his own way home. When arriving at his house, Hodges noticed that it was 4.30am. This should have been a 10-minute trip. I have a question. (laughs) Yep. I should have asked this earlier, but I didn't. Right. Do these things move? Were they just sitting there, or were they, like, hovering around? Like a they were thing? hovering. Just like this. Yeah, kind of. They weren't stationary as such. I say just like this. I am now hovering from side to side. <laughs> not hovering, <laughs> Doing like swaying. a swirly dance in front of me. <laughs> you heard that bit. <laughs> Lost time, eh? Do you know what? Sometimes we have a few drinks when we're recording this show. Today we're completely sober. <laughs> <laughs> the weirdness of this, uh. Yeah, it's got me in the zone. thing is proper frowning. And I'm in a really foul mood, so. Not anymore. This is you needed this. Kind of lightened. So, yes, they did move. They moved. Yeah, sort of, yeah, a little bit. 
but we're going to get into it. So, a did bit. they drive around them or did they reverse? Them? I think they went past them, although actually they sped off, didn't they? So, they might have. I'm not entirely sure. Or am I? You tease. <laughs> you harlot, you. So, Floozy. they sped off and then suddenly it's 4 30 a.m., considering it was like 2 a.m. before. Are they drunk? Well, that's probably something we should talk about in the conclusion, isn't it? Unless you want to talk about it. Were they drunk? Were they? I'll tell you later. <laughs> <laughs> so how did a 10-minute trip become a two-hour adventure? Drunk! Let us probe the truth. Now I know you and most of our listeners will be aware that missing time is a phenomenon often associated with alien abduction. Often, missing time has occurred following sightings of strange lights in the sky. But not this time. Today, we have giant disembodied brains. <laughs> Some people just get on with their lives and put the missing time to the back of their mind. But not Rodriguez and Hodges. They had to know where the time had gone. Could you blame them, though? They saw two flying oh, or yeah. floating brains and missing time. You're not just going to leave that. Yeah, I'm generally quite a sceptic. Like, if a ghost appeared in front of me, I'd be more looking towards how it wasn't really a ghost. If I saw two giant brains in front of me that are like turkeys and dicks mixed together, <laughs> I'm not sure how I'd take that one. <laughs> not that I'd take a turkey dick. <laughs> yeah, you would. Uh, I would, uh, if I saw a ghost in front of me, wherever building I'm in, I would promptly leave. Yeah, see, things like that don't bother me at all. But... I'm not sure how, because it's just, you ever handled a brain in like science class, biology? No. Uh, okay, they're not, they're a bit murky really, a bit gooey, squidgy, they're just not that pleasant. If you see one floating in front of you, that's pretty rank on top of the fact that, how the frick is it floating? And it had like a Rick James aura around it as well. I went, well, it's in the 70s, wasn't it? Yeah, I'll be 71. Like, someone tried to create Pokemon and this is like an escape Pokemon. Like Mewtwo. Mm, except for Pokemon didn't exist back then, so it wasn't a Pokemon. Was it? <laughs> the first Pokemon. <laughs> Pokemon Zero. Nintendo, if you're listening, we'd like to work with you on this one. We won't ask for that much money, only 50%. Would that be Zero and One? Or do they come as a pair? Like it's Diglett. the same. It, no, it's it's the same zero. So it's like two Pikachu's. Diglett Dog Trio. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, should I move on, or do you wanna? What if the bigger brain is the evolution of the little one? Oh, so they start walking, but then he learns to float. Yep. Oh, now it's gonna have to be like minus one and zero. <laughs> Ruined it. <laughs> zero and one. It's not as cool if you stick it on the end at like seven hundred and forty-eight. There's probably even more than that now, isn't there? Probably. I lost count at three. After Charizard, there was no point. Although... It's a lie. Um, oh, no. We are showing how geeky we are right now, by mm, See, I'm in on Pokemon. I don't often know the references when we're getting into, like, manga and stuff, but Pokemon, I'm all over it. <laughs> but I've forgotten the name of my favourite. <laughs> it's the thing that looks like a Pikachu, but it's not a Pikachu. It's the ghost. Oh, I know. <sighs> I don't... I know which one you're on about. I don't know okay. its name. Uh, that's going to bug the crap out of me. In uh, Super Smash Bros, it grabs you and takes you under it in its little thing. Uh, Is it like a Mimichu? Mi yeah, Mimikyu. 
Oh, that feels so good. <laughs> it's my boy, Mimic you. Yeah, it's a pretty cool looking Pokemon. I just like the fact that it's completely ugly, but it dresses up a Pikachu and it's creepy as shit. I'd have to say Gengar's my favourite. Yeah, that's another I creepy one. I like, like the ghosts. Yeah, <laughs> Gengar is my favourite Pokemon. I like creeps. <laughs> Creepier the better. I like the one that eats children's dreams as well. Isn't that... Drowsy? Um, drowsy. Yeah. yeah. Fuck your dreams. <laughs> nom, 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 nom. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, we're sober. In 1976, five years after the incident, that's five years of thinking they were gloves on feet, sandals on hands crazy for seeing disembodied aliens, Hodges finally decided to undergo hypnotic regression therapy to access those memories. Hypnotic regression, here we go. This method is slightly controversial, but it gets results. Does it though? What do you think happened? I mean, I mean, to be fair, it does get results. <laughs> I'm not sure if they're... Correct. <laughs> ...true results, but the results are there. I don't know. Maybe they took too many drugs or had their drinks laced. Didn't know. Like, yeah, you're hitting pretty hard on that party theme, aren't you? I am. I mean, they left their mate's house at two o'clock in the morning. Oh, yeah, I wasn't going to tell you that again, but you've taken so. it in, damn it. <laughs> I can't remember a time that I've left someone's house at two o'clock in the morning and it hasn't been like after a night out or something and, like that and you see brains regularly i don't take drugs <laughs> <laughs> i just get drunk <laughs> sometimes clam. very drunk and pass out in the hallway <laughs> <laughs> on christmas eve <laughs> Good times. <laughs> that was a bad Christmas Eve. <laughs> there was no need to get that drunk. It was a bad Christmas day. I felt uh, that. That's, yeah, that's the most hungover I've been in my life to the point I've never been that even close to hungover since. <laughs> that must have been, what, five years ago now or something? No, it was only three. Three years, three years ago, yeah. Oh, I've just, yeah, I don't even think I've had a proper hangover since then. It's just nope, put me, me off. Neither. Of, it was horrific. I got into bed. <laughs> I rolled over. I turned back around and Granville was face down on my hallway floor. <laughs> I don't know how he got there. Well, I remember yeah. walking into the bathroom saying I'm going to the toilet. And then I tried to open the door and just the door obviously must have opened. But then I just hit the floor. The thing is, you couldn't have hit it hard because it would have made me stir. But <laughs> you must have like gradually crawled your way into my hallway and stopped like a dying man. <laughs> Good times. Good, Good times. Shots. Yeah, our friend got a bit crazy on the shots, didn't he, that night? Mm-hmm. Swine. Anywho, Hodge's first recollection after being put under was that the larger brain had spoken to him telepathically <laughs> it said to Hodges take the time to understand yourselves the time draws near and you shall need to you shall not remember this incident until we meet again is this brain telling him to play with himself <laughs> <laughs> I didn't get that interpretation when I found this to be honest but I can see why you did. Again, this is why you go for penis. I, <laughs> I see turkey. 
great episode. <laughs> Understand yourselves how? Sexually, apparently. Okay. Then told them to play themselves. <laughs> also, the time, the hold, time on, is hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. There's more than one way to play with yourself. <laughs> <laughs> the time draws near when he'll need to. <laughs> Humanity could depend on it. On him strumming away. You shan't remember this until we meet. Why tell him to do something and then say that you're not going to remember it? Yeah, yeah, that one lost me too. I just... <laughs> So is he just going to wake up the next day with a habit that he has no idea how he got? <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, I don't get why Two fingers, anything... one tug. <laughs> I don't get why any visitor would be like, you're going to save the world, for example. You won't remember this in the morning. Well, what's the point in saying anything? <laughs> just tell me it all or don't tell me. Um... Okay, I can kind of see why they would tell them. Uh, I, no. <laughs> I, I was going to make the argument that if they know they're going to save the world or something, they'll just think, fuck it, and just do what they want because they know they're going to save the world. Mm. Or they'll think, oh, I can take these risks because I know this is going to happen. Mm. But then obviously when they do start taking those risks... It could be like the butterfly effect and change destiny. Hmm. Destiny! That wizard came uh, from the moon. <laughs> destiny, guy. <laughs> destiny, guy. Hodges remembered in the session that he had dropped Rodriguez off without any difficulty or visitation before returning home. Upon arrival home, however, Hodges crapped his tidy whities when he was greeted by the two large blue brains who were waiting outside his house. <laughs> Hodges... Hey, <we're> <laughs> Hello, Dad. Hodges lost consciousness. He knew this because his next memory was of waking up in what Hodges described as a control room. This room appeared to be metal and full of computers and screens. Right, so when you said that the two blue brains met him at his house, mm -hmm. I pictured it. Remind me? I'm going to draw you what I pictured. Glorious. So they turned up and... Hold on. Did they tell him to understand himself before turning up at his house? Possibly. It was hard to tell. I'm calling bullshit. <laughs> really? You've taken this long? <laughs> I'm actually quite pleased about that. In my head I was, but you know... Yeah, I think you should just ride this one to the end, to be honest. <laughs> so, so, they turn up at his house. Hi, nice to meet you. Again. And then they whisk him off to a control room. Well, he passes out, and then he wakes up in the control room. And then they whisk him off to a control room. Yeah. <laughs> he doesn't Which pass out and teleport himself there. Well, they whisk him off, yeah. I was just saying he passed out before they whisked him. So they whisked him off to a control room. Once he passed out, yeah. Whisk. So how did they know where he lives? They're aliens. They're giant brains. They know everything. Doesn't mean... Uh, they could have just followed the bloody car. Yeah, it's a good <laughs> They're point. floating. They can probably float quite quick. They were above him. <laughs> <laughs> so many possibilities. 
So, oh, do you reckon they got like mind powers? Definitely, because to... they're talking to him, and they ain't got mouths, have they? <laughs> <laughs> it's true. But they obviously have to lift him to get him to the control room. So, do you reckon these one? Or the aura that's around them? Do they stick the aura around him and lift him? Is that some sort of energy? What's the thing that the that the girls do? That girls do when they're quite young teenagers. Normally, American finding themselves. Girls. No. Um, light as a feather, stiff as a board. Do you reckon both the brains uh, got either side of him? <laughs> the put their little tentacles yeah. and gave him a lift. Light as a feather, stiff as a board. To the craft we go. <laughs> rusk, rusk, rusk. We're fucking sober. <laughs> Hodges noticed as he became woke. Woke, motherfucker that the brain creatures were beside him, along with a group of bald, seven-foot-tall, grey-skinned, human-like creatures with six webbed fingers. I thought you were going to say something there, but you were just making faces at me like you're the tall webbed finger thing. Yep. The tall, scary bastards explained that the brains were simply organic translation devices which let them communicate with humans. Hodges was then shown imagery depicting nuclear war before he was then shown a map with several light points on it. Hodges was told that these light points have too much power and that action must be taken. Hodges was then shown another planet in ruin and told that this was a previous planet that had too much power. So basically, these beings were trying to get a message to humanity to be peaceful lest we destroy ourselves. Then why not go to the people that have control of these things? Because these guys are clearly important. They've just come from a party. Took loads of drugs. <laughs> Who better to save humanity? It's like Bill and Ted. Do you reckon they took drugs and watched a film? Or well, this, literally this is I've just, just decided dream. in my head that this is what Bill and Ted is based on. We're back in. <laughs> it's real. Yeah, I mean, this one was so bizarre to begin with that I'm almost disappointed that the brains are translation devices. Yeah, and they're not the actual aliens. I just wanted themselves. them to be crangs. <laughs> <laughs> so the creatures reiterated to Hodges that humans had to stop abusing its power or suffer the consequences. Take the time to understand yourselves. The time draws near. It's unclear whether this was a warning or a plea. So now you see where they said it. You, I can't think what film it is. Do you reckon if you zoomed out of the solar system, you'd literally see Earth in a box where we're just boxed off from other civilizations and outside of it, there's that... just loads of like planets and everyone just mingling and we're just in a box because we can't be trusted. That's made me think of Men in Black with the marbles. Oh, um, yes. The necklace with the marble on it and kids playing marbles of all the marbles and they're all different universes. It's not kids, it's aliens at the end of the film. Well, it's alien kids, isn't it? I don't know if they're kids, they're just... They, they're, they're little aliens and they've got parent aliens, so I'm assuming they're kids, but you're quite right, they could be thousands of years old. I'm not of that civilization. Not street grannies. 
<laughs> Literally, the next word that was going to come out of your mouth was street, wasn't it? <laughs> yes, it was. <laughs> Hello, love. Give me your money. I need help to cross the road. Oh, thank you. Oh, don't you look sweet in your little cardigan. Give me your fucking money. After this incident, Hodges felt buzzing. Buzzing his tits off. <laughs> Nothing to do with the drugs. Buzzing. Hodges opened his eyes to find himself back in his car. So there we have it. <laughs> Abduction over. Drugs wore off. <laughs> Later, both Hodges and Rodriguez were asked to draw the giant brains. Hodges drew the larger one with the red eye, and Rodriguez drew the smaller one. Later still, Hodges wonders whether his visit to the control room had been some kind of holographic projection, as the area behind the control room had been completely black, almost like a green screen. Hodges also believed that the aliens had placed a cell in his brain to enable them to maintain contact should they choose to. There was only ever one brain. (laughs) <laughs> One translation device These yeah. motherfuckers were on drugs <laughs> Because they didn't draw two of them each No I already know this is bullshit No, so. no, don't spoil <laughs> I think everyone listening right now is absolutely on board We've decided that it's aliens You've decided that We're going to throw an extraterrestrial towers party To celebrate the fact that this is aliens Where did the ooze come from? Ooze? Yeah. The turtles got covered in ooze. Oh, we're talking about turtles. The crang got covered in ooze. Yeah, crang juice. (laughs) Talking about the crang juice. (laughs) Crang juice. But yeah, I I liked that they'd both seen the brain and they both draw the same sort of thing. Yeah. The difference between drawings is one gave them longer arms, really. They're pretty similar. I wonder if they just watched a film while taking drugs. Or got told a story while taking drugs. Hmm. So in the I mean, following... I sorry, I don't know their character. It's kind of wrong for me to just assume that it's drugs. <laughs> no assumptions made. But it's drugs. All the drugs. <laughs> in the following weeks, Hodges would state that he was receiving telepathic contact from the beings. The beings predicted, through Hodges, that war would break out in 1983 in the Middle East. So my first thought was that perhaps they meant the Gulf War and were just out by seven years, but then I probed a little harder. In 1983, there was the Second Sudanese Civil War, which went on until 2005. The Sri Lankan Civil War, which lasted until 2009. The Kurdish Rebellion, which was part of the Iran-Iraq War lasting two years. And the invasion of Grenada. So did they mean one of these wars? If they'd have left it there, perhaps. But the aliens further predicted that the war would spread into Europe and result in the use of atomic weapons. Following this, the aliens stated that they would achieve a public dialogue with humans. This did not come to pass. It's a lot of wars. There are a lot of wars. I I suppose I was quite naive to this, actually. I went on a little 
information spree. And my gosh, humans have a lot of wars. We are, as a species, assholes. We fight over anything. Mm-hmm. What year was this predicted? The wars. Mm. 1983, and the sighting was in 1971. Yeah, but then wasn't it um, sometime afterwards that he had something checked? Was it five weeks or five years? Um, in the following weeks, oh. I think we said. Okay, so maybe... Is there a film where there's a war in 1983? That <laughs> they watched. Mm. Is, uh, what were their jobs beforehand? Were they in the military or anything? I'm not sure if they were even working, to be honest. Like, I've given you pretty much all there is on this story as we've gone through. It's not a hugely known one. I think, obviously, <laughs> people would remember if they'd heard of brains <laughs> before. So there is a theory, as Granville may have got close to. He didn't quite touch it, but he got close to it. But the theory is that Hodges and Rodriguez were smashed. They were travelling home at 2 a.m. Was this incident alcohol or perhaps other substance induced? Yep. <laughs> I'm going LSD or something like that. Although, mm-hmm. actually not although because it wouldn't have been this bad. I've seen some weird shit when drunk. So I've been drunk before. Uh, it was my birthday, actually. Which my one? 24th, I want to say. Yeah. Um, I got stupidly drunk and became violent, <laughs> which is very unlike me when drunk. <laughs> and I remember walking home on my own. And as I was walking home, it's probably a good 30... 40 minute walk at this mm-hmm. point I remember seeing two tall dark figures either side of me I vividly remember that was there a brain? no how am I only now hearing about this? but we could probe you <laughs> like I can't put any other details they were just like yeah. two dark shadows that's all I can remember that was like the good angel on your shoulder and the bad angel on your shoulder one was like go home go to sleep the other was Kick the car! I was already walking home. I caused no damage on the way home. Because I don't know how the hell I got home without getting... They carried you. The shit kicked out of me. They carried The way you. I was starting on everyone in town. Uh, and the second was... I was in a taxi with a friend of ours. And I'm completely adamant there were three people in that taxi, not including the driver. And I was sitting in the back with someone. But he's adamant no one else was there. <laughs> And I was a lot more. You're being visited repeatedly, than son. He was. I mean, well, <laughs> you're being visited by aliens. <laughs> uh, I'm not saying it was aliens, but it was aliens. <laughs> Granville has been aliened. I think that's it then. <laughs> <laughs> Though I hadn't been probed. You don't know that. To my knowledge. <laughs> <laughs> so you may think, okay, this is bullcrap, but have you considered chaos theory? and the butterfly effect. The theory goes that one tiny fluttering on one side of the planet could influence a tornado's time of formation or path on the other side of the planet. Basically, a tiny change in one system can result in other change elsewhere you may not consider. 
by telling Hodges, did he inadvertently influence even one non-relevant person who in turn influenced someone else and so on, unexpectedly averting the nuclear crisis? Quite possibly, but The Butterfly Effect is a shit film. I didn't mind the first one. Awful. I didn't mind it. I'm not saying it's great. But... 40 Days and 40 Nights was another shit film as well. That the one where he stops having sex and wanking. Oh. That's 40 what? Days and 40 Nights, yeah. When he's Josh Hartnett, is it? Yeah. Stops What's banging. the vampire one he's in? I can't remember. I think it's, I think it's in Alaska. They have some time period where it just goes dark. That film is absolutely terrible for one scene where someone gets clotheslined and it absolutely, like, I lost mm. my shit. Couldn't stop laughing. I think I rewound it about 15 times. You do do that when you find something funny in a film. Yeah. I can remember we were watching Austin Powers, was it? And at the point oh, where... Oh no, he, I've gone cross-eyed. Yeah. Oh no, I've gone cross-eyed. We lost our shit laughing the first time. Granville, we round it, and we round it. We must have watched that scene for about 15 minutes, just cracking up laughing until it wasn't funny anymore. Yep. Then we watched the rest of the film. To be fair, it's not even that bit. And it's, a little, it's a little salty before it Yeah. that gets me every single time. <laughs> it's like... Um, Chosen one. Napoleon Dynamite. The scene where his uncle throws... The... Yeah. The <laughs> Back in 82... I go for a pigskin a quarter mile. Are you serious? I'm dead serious. Watch this. And it's where he reaches around <laughs> the feet and he gets up and throws it. Tell me I've heard there's so many bits in <laughs> that. <coughs> it's that fucking laugh as well. <laughs> fucking gets me every time. I nearly wet myself watching that. Where Nappy D is, because uh, they got a swing ball and he's just really going for it, hitting it round. <laughs> that bit gets me. <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> but yeah, that is pretty much all we have on the Palos Verdes Krangs. Yeah, I knew you were gonna see Krang. <laughs> <laughs> How could you not think of Krang? Uh, exactly. For those listening, which is of course everyone, I've slapped a picture of Krang in the research notes. Krang, Krang, Krang. So I, <laughs> I couldn't find anything else on Hodges or Rodriguez. I'm assuming they lived out their lives quietly, although I can't rule out that the aliens came back for them. So to summarise, Hodges and Rodriguez had been at a friend's. It was the 70s. Upon leaving the friend's, the guys saw two giant blue space brains surrounded by mist. One giant space brain surrounded by mist. <laughs> <laughs> Forgot I embellished a little bit at the start. <laughs> they fled, and Hodges dropped Rodriguez home. Upon arriving home himself, Hodges realised that it'd taken two hours to get home, and that was a ten-minute drive. Because you're drunk. Five years later, Hodges underwent regressive hypnotherapy and discovered the brains were waiting for him at his home. Hodges was abducted and taken to a control room, whereby he was either warned or begged to cease Earth's misuse of nuclear power lest we destroy ourselves. The creatures on the ship were seven foot tall, grey and bald. Because who needs hair? They predicted a nuclear war that never came to pass. That pretty much sums it up, I think. What are you thinking? They were high or 
some drugs were involved. I can't see you getting drunk and... Well, I say that. Could get drunk and picture that stuff. Uh, so did they talk about it before trying to find out what it was? So did he go home and then the next day call him up and go, oh, can you remember seeing such and such? I guess they must have because they were both asked about it later and both drew the same sort of thing. But what I've given to you, like this isn't one where I've selected like bits and pieces that's going to make the best show. This is literally the whole story. This is not a well-known story. There's only a few bits of evidence you can use on it. I couldn't even find another podcast that's covered it, to be honest. I mean, the fact that you sought out hypnotherapy. I mean, if you already think you saw that... Then yeah. your brain's gonna fill in missing blanks. Yeah, we've to complete that. Absolutely. We suggested that about hypnotherapy a few times that we think that it might not necessarily be what's happened, but what's in your mind or what you're encouraged to kind of embellish upon. I don't know if embellish is the right word there actually, but regardless, what you're sort of encouraged to think about, then it becomes facts to you after the hypnotherapy perhaps. Mm-hmm. The brain isn't very accurate. The brain is not very accurate. But this floating brain <laughs> <laughs> predicted wars. But yeah, um, it didn't. it's interesting that he thought about this for five years before then going for it. Obviously, something he saw something. Oh, so it was, well, would have been 1976 at that point. Then, yeah, but... so could have been drugs. But regardless, he saw something like you seeing your two figures beside you. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm not going to look into that, but... (laughs) Conclusion time. So are you saying that it was aliens? No, I'm not. Say the line, bitch. I'm not saying it was aliens, but it was very nice to see Krang make an (laughs) appearance. I was going to jump in and do an impression of your voice there to say it was aliens. (laughs) You didn't give me the chance. (laughs) So I'm not saying that it was aliens. All I can say is that cocaine is one hell of a drug. (laughs) What really lets this file down is that the prediction didn't come to pass and the aliens never made contact with humans. I also continually struggle with the fact that the aliens always pick some random bloke to communicate with or bang. (laughs) If they abducted, say, Ryan Gosling or The Rock, Hillary Clinton, well, maybe not they'd stand a significantly better chance of having an impact upon our war-torn planet. Why can't we all just get along? Okay. Any final thoughts before we can, well, close? I'm surprised at how crazy we've been with no alcohol. Yeah, and this has been quite a long episode as well, actually. And it's one of my shortest pieces of research. But that doesn't mean that we're going to stop drinking alcohol when we probe. (laughs) Right. (laughs) Well, that's today's show, Probed. (laughs) Thank you, Probers, for listening and giving us the opportunity to continue bringing this show to you. To To you. We genuinely love doing this. If you'd like to get a little probing going on with us, you can find us on the Instagram at But It Was Aliens Podcast. We're on the Twitter. On the Twitter! At But It Was Aliens I'm going to make that a thing. You're going to hear other shows now. You can find us on the Twitter. On the Twitter. This has been the But It Was Aliens podcast. I've been your host, Kevin the Grey. He still is Granville Moonwalker. Yes, I am. Yes, he is. All being well. 
if those pesky MIBs haven't found us, we will be heard by you next Thursday. And until then, remember, if in doubt, the truth is up there. Right up there. Hashtag Probe. 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 Probe.